Do you want to bring balance to all the wireless radiation fields in your life, including 5G? The Omnia Radiation Balancer is a small sticker you can stick on any device. It changes the state of the field and creates a new resonance between the wireless radiation and your energy field. And here's a special offer for the Journey to Truth crowd. Just enter the word TRUTH in caps at the checkout for your 10% discount. It's easy to bring balance back to your body with the Omnia Radiation Balancer. Hey guys, welcome back. Uh, a few things before we get started tonight. Uh, announcement, we have a new promo code for our Hopewell Farm CBD. It's actually a Black Friday sale that's going to go all the way through December 12th. And that promo code is let's go Brandon 15. That gets you 15% off all Hopewell Farm CBD products. Uh, it's really amazing stuff, guys. Uh, seriously, it's, it's the best CBD I've tried. I, uh, I, I thought I'd try some local stuff because it was on sale and I grabbed it and I tried it and it was like, it didn't even compare to this because I'm so used to this stuff. So it's amazing. I highly recommend it. Uh, they have discounts for veterans, free shipping for any purchases over $200 or more. You can buy with crypto, which is awesome. I don't know how many CBD companies are actually accepting crypto payments, but that's really cool. So let's go Brandon 15 gets you 15% off from now through December 12th. And don't forget to grab a ticket to our Secret Space Conference uh, coming up next May, 2nd through the 5th. We're super excited about that. Live stream tickets are available for those of you who can't make it for $111 or $444. If you want to come in person, that's four days, 12 speakers, includes a meal plan. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. So we're really looking forward to that. Grab a ticket. That information is below uh, secretspaceconference.info. And I was getting ready to introduce Brad, but it looks like he just disappeared off the screen. Turned into Pepe. <laughs> um, you there, Brad? Okay, yeah. Sorry. I had to let my dog in. <laughs> I was going to be scratching on the door the whole show. <laughs> um, no, also, uh, don't forget about our Teespring merch um, is 15% off all that with promo code CGI Joe. And we might actually be changing that to 20% soon. So, uh, just keep your ears open for that. Anyway, um, welcome to the show. Tonight, we're joined by Brad Getz. Um, and he, uh, I don't know if you guys know who he is, but he's been pretty popular, I guess, in the 17 Anon world. <laughs> and uh, he's been doing a lot of great stuff. But thanks to IET, if you guys know who, who he is, he shared Brad's Looking Glass video. And I found it on Telegram and I watched it and I was just totally blown away. I was like, this is great. It's and finally really somebody... Great. Finally, somebody yeah. compiled everything uh, in a digestible format. I mean, there's a lot of videos on Looking Glass out there, right? So you can get information from all over the place. There's whistleblowers, but it was a great video, and you're clearly well-researched on the topic. So I'm excited to get into it and talk about it. We've covered it in the past, but 
we're going to get deep, just dive straight in. So welcome to the show, Brad. Oh, thanks, man. Glad to be here. And uh, yeah, it's a super interesting topic. And, you know, I, I feel like obviously um, it's one of those things that's a little more fun too. You know, it's not uh, not not very definite. You can look into different things that people said about it and kind of put it together. And that's what I tried when I was trying to make sense of it. I actually was trying to go to kind of debunk it in a way. And the more I found and the more I was talking about it and all this stuff, I don't know. It makes a lot of sense. Like, I feel like there's actually something to it. And I remember thinking like, man, is time travel possible? I kind of came away from that dig thinking there might be something to that. And what I was thinking too is this is a uh, time is the fourth dimension, right? We could traverse all the other three dimensions pretty much back and forth. Maybe we can traverse time back and forth, depending, you know, I mean, you could at least, you could at least go into the future, right? With time dilation that they've kind of proven that uh, on a very, very small scale with the, you know, they've taken uh, really, really set time pieces above onto the space stations, which are traveling at high speeds and they've come back a little bit ahead of time. So it's in a weird way. I, I think they believe, I think it's saying that they feel like they've proven that. And that comes from Einstein. Einstein's theory of special relativity, but the thought of going in the past, I don't know, some of these things, man, you know, some of the Baron Trump books or just different stuff you come into, it looks like it, to me, it could at least be possible. And that's really fun to me. I don't know. Yeah, that, absolutely. Yeah. And so let's break it down. Like what, so where does this information come from? As, as far as I know, the first time we heard of the term looking glass project looking glass was from Bob Lazar in 1989 but he didn't have firsthand information he was relaying a briefing that he read about it so he didn't actually see it but that's I don't I forgot what show he was on where he talked about that then but then we've had whistleblowers come out of Woodwork now many, from, many whistleblowers come yeah. out talking about it mm -hmm. um Bill Wood in particular but it's allegedly what a, a reverse engineered et a seat from like an et craft or something like that what did you come up with in your research brad yeah so i i think one of the the most in-depth things about it was from dan burish and yeah. and it's a really compelling interview that was uh on the project camelot channel and you know what he was saying is reverse engineered from the sumerian cylinder seals and and basically what he was saying is you know, he uses like a future probabilities machine, but also he was saying, if you use them together, if you use two of them at the same time, you could kind of use it to like see in the past or possibly go to the past. And I don't know. I thought that was incredibly interesting. And there's been other things like that too, over the years that, you know, there's that with the looking glass, there was, the project from the Vatican, right? Um, Chronovisor? Chronovisor, yeah, where they claimed yeah. that they were able to tune it to a certain frequency and kind of, and kind of observe past, past things. And I don't know, there's also what he mentions, Birch actually mentioned something called the yellow cube as well. And it seems like these two mimic each other, like the looking glass was kind of like a, our version trying to, trying to mimic that as well and you know if there's more and more things like this it just tells me that it's it's the least possible and the way it works is the way it works is seems like 
that you for the sound you would need the second one but you could also look in the first one and with, at least with the yellow cube it was working on your feelings too so he was saying it kind of read the person that it was with and that came from the orions he said which he was claiming was us from the future but also i think came something with the constellation orion but he was also but he was pretty much saying that it was us from the future who came back i guess to talk to past us which is exactly what you would do if you had this sort of technology and you know it's weird uh I liked when he was getting into the stuff with the facilities at, at Area 51. I found that incredibly fascinating because you would have it. This is stuff that they would absolutely have and they would absolutely be able to use. And you just look at different things. Like one of the things that really got me was some of the Baron Trump books. That, that's at least what allowed me to consider it all. You know, I, I don't know if you guys have dug, dug into them with the Ingersoll Lockwood. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, yeah. We, We've talked about. It. I've never read the books. Have you read them, Aaron? I haven't read them, but I've I've done research on them, and I've seen yeah. other people's research and videos on them. And yeah, there's a lot of stuff in there that's it's either like a ton of very very interesting coincidences, or there's something there. And and your video was one of them. You know, you you put a lot of those pieces. Together yes. Too. Yeah. It's, I mean, some uh, of that stuff you just can't. It's yeah. almost like. It's like, come on. Okay, come know? on. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's your reaction. It's like, come on. Like, there's come no on. way. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, the picture drawn in it even looks like it Baron looks, Trump. It looks like. <laughs> yeah. It's like, come on, dude. What are the odds of this? And, and, when, um, and just for the people bit. who don't know what we're talking about, when were, when did, were those books released? Uh, like, like around 1900 or 1890? Yeah, I, I think like the late 1800s. Late yeah. 1800s. And they basically predicted what? Like the whole Trump era, right? So what yeah. it is, is, is Baron Trump, there, there's three of them. There's two Baron Trump books. And uh, one of them involves time travel. And and he is has a mentor, a Don. I mean, Don is also a title, you know, but his mentor is Don who helps him go in time travel. And there's all these interesting passages in it. And even in the, they're in the Library of Congress. So they're, they're you know, confirmed old books. And this this author, Ingersoll Lockwood, right? He has the two Baron Trump books, but then the third one is called The Last President. And it mirrors, maybe not exactly, but it mirrors Trump's presidency, like a little bit. It, it starts off with a president from, I believe manhattan who they're protesting in the streets on fifth avenue which trump towers in fifth avenue and in this 2016 election they were protesting in the streets in front of trump tower and it's just certain things and they're saying you know he was um they were that they were kind of maligning him and lying about him because he was an outsider and he wasn't like a politician and just things like that are super yeah. interesting and then ingersoll lockwood you know, he wasn't a nobody either. He knew Abraham Lincoln. He was a ambassador. And this is some of the stuff that really didn't make the video, but he was an ambassador to uh, someplace in Germany. You know, Germany was broken up at the time. I don't know if it was exactly what it was considered. I forget exactly where, but he was like an ambassador. So this is someone who actually knew Abraham Lincoln was one of his ambassadors which you know trump he's brought up lincoln from time to time there's a yep. whole interesting stuff and really too i think it's just 
kind of could be mired with the fact that John Trump, his uncle, who he really admires, was the one tasked with going over Nikola Tesla's works. And Nikola Tesla is rumored to have said there was, there was an old, I think there was like an old newspaper article where Tesla, he was sitting in a cafe and one of these reporters had come in, just happened to see him, sat down with him. And according to legend, I had looked for the article and there's a whole chunk when this article is supposed to be where all of a sudden every Nikola Tesla article was kind of removed. And I thought that was interesting too. And apparently as urban legend goes, he told this guy that he was fried, like, like frazzled. And Tesla told him, I just saw all time at once. And that he went through some things, some energy thing that kind of sounded a lot like what Andrew Bishago was describing with the two, with the two towers and with the two booms and going through it. And as urban legend goes, the Tesla told him he walked through this thing and he saw the past, future, and present at the same time, and that he was kind of sitting in this cafe a little freaked out about it. So, I don't know. It's weird. Did Trump get something? Did, did John Trump see something and then, you know, told his family and pass it down and they used it? It's interesting, well, right? Well, here's the thing, too. Well, it's interesting. He said, I think it was Burrish. He claimed that it came from the Sumerian cylinder. It's basically we've had this technology since Sumerian times. And in the 1950s in Italy is whenever they were coming up uh, when the chronovisor was apparently developed and it was eventually handed over to the Vatican who, who then handed it over to the CIA. And then we had the Roswell crash where allegedly this looking glass chair comes from. Uh, that's debatable. Yeah. You know, we don't know exactly right. where, but the, the chair comes from uh, craft uh, allegedly and it's reverse engineered. And it basically, I think it's described like it recreates like the pineal gland in a way. And it, like how we can see things through our pineal gland, it creates a physical version of that that you can project onto a screen, basically, or, or something like that, right? Yeah, I believe it was, um, they called it the Montauk chair. And they mm -hmm. took it out at the island and they were working at it out of Montauk. And there, there's some stories. I believe one of them was Al Bielik, who claims he went into the future and he and he kind of got stuck there for a little while. You know, some of these it's funny because some of these people I, I was feeling I was listening to a lot of a lot of testimonies before you know I was deciding like, all right, what do I think I want to put in in the video? And some of them, you know, they're a little scatterbrained a little bit. But I feel like if you went through, it, it's weird because part of that told made me feel like, all right, this this actually might not be reliable. But then also thinking about it, I felt like, well, if you went through an experience like this, wouldn't it scatter your brain a touch? You know, I I, I doubt you'd come out exactly the same. So it, it's um it, it's interesting to me, and yeah, I think the the Montauk chair, there was kind of um. It was kind of uh, linked up with the Philadelphia experiment, and he was claiming that they had wound up, that people had wound up on the, with the Philadelphia experiment, they had wound up on this ship, like, kind of embedded in walls and stuff, mm -hmm. like, it was, like, not a clean transfer and things, things like that, and so this is all these different technologies over the year, right, that talk about similar things, which tell me that it's definitely possible and between those three, the looking glass, the Montauk chair, the yellow cube, um, and actually N4, I guess, and what Bashaga was talking about when he was do do doing jumps, 
in Edison, New Jersey with his father. I don't know. I don't see why, you know, when you really think about it, why not? Why not? Why wouldn't we be able to traverse these things the same way? I think it's the least possible. Obviously, we've never seen it, right? We haven't seen it by eye. So you can't say 100%. It's, it's right. just a fun theory at this point. But the more and more you dig into it, the more and more I dug into it, there's, I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility. There's too many dots to connect. And there's too many... There's too many whistleblowers at this point. Like that was that's what was cool about your video. You played some clips and you let you know, you got a chance to hear these people talk about it. And at some point, you just have to decide for yourself: either these people are lying or they're not. And right, and you have to do your own corroborating research and and see okay, where can I find this somewhere else? And in this case, you can find it in a lot of places. It shows up, and we have you know little bits and pieces of evidence that pop up when we put it all together. It paints a picture. And then we have other whistleblowers that talk about time travel programs and stuff like that. And if you really start connecting, putting them all together, to me, it actually probably is likely. And if you're going to attempt an operation like 17, you'd almost be foolish to do that unless you had some type of technology, because otherwise you might as well just be some dude in your basement because <laughs> you're not going right. to you're not going to stand up to this cabal unless you have an upper hand and Let's get into like some of that 17 connections with the looking glass. Yeah. So there was, so something that was interesting, I found um, when I was making that video, I, you know, they had made the post, right. They, they had said looking glass. Now looking glass, there are a few, there are different things that are named looking glass. Of course. Uh, one of them is also the planes, the doomsday planes. That's, that's an operation looking glass. Um, it could have went in a few different directions, but um, most of us, the consensus was that it was going with this. And one thing I thought was, so I dive into this, right? And a bunch of people were, you know, I'm sure you guys are diving into it in real time too at the same time. And so I dive in, I kind of like consumed my life for like a month, like researching and writing this video. And it was like, all I could think about. And it was like, I kept finding more and more stuff. You know, I kept, I literally went into thinking like, all right, come on, time travel. And then I came out like, oh my God, I think this is true. So when I came out of it, someone tells, someone shows me a post. And I remember thinking like, dude, I, I was reading them all in, in real time. And I don't remember this post. So I don't know if it was a little nod to all of us who were looking into these things, but it was, uh, but it was interesting. I could. Uh, yeah. Pulled up if you have it. Here. Yeah. Yeah. Let me get this here. And okay, okay, go ahead. So it was this. So someone shows me this and says, Time travel is fun. Or, and I remember, so this is from earlier, right? I believe the original post was from either November or December of 2019. We all dove in. I think it was November because then I, I wound up finishing my video in early December of 2019. And I remember being like, I don't remember this post at all. And the post, it, it went to it linked to this status from Enoch and let's see where it said, um, where we go, when we go all. And then I remember like, I had just put this video out and I never saw this thing. So I was wondering to me, I was like, and that was the name of my channel when, uh, when I was, you know, certain place. Uh, and I remember just thinking, like, oh, was that a little nod? Like, I don't know. It was weird to me. It gave me the chills. I could have just missed it. But 
it, it definitely is something that was mentioned, you know, in the proximity, at least, that I just always thought was kind of interesting that they mentioned that. I don't know. Well, just the whole, yeah, time travel is fun. And well, that, that seemed to happen a lot with the drops. Um, it was like they were watching everybody like all the yes. anons at the time. And like, it would correlate with what we what people were researching or what, you know, whatever the case may have been, but there was also another drop. Can you pull or pull that one up? It said, um, it actually mentioned looking glass. Um, do you have that one or not? Yes. I'm going to say, I should, I should have that. Because that one to me, okay. like, come on, why would you mention that? Unless that's what they're using. Like they had to like, it's almost like they wanted us to research and dig into it. Right. And so when I was looking back, this is post number nine. When they're saying these different things and these lose the majority vote through the looking glass. And so it was, that was like a very early mention of it. And then I wish, I don't know the very original post. Um, oh, see, these, all right, these are all things this but the one yeah the one from december i mean i could find it i think i have it Let me see if I... I have a general idea yeah if you have it um i know me... it was i want to say november 2019 it's like in that general area somewhere around there it just it's interesting how they brought it up and it, and to me this uh like i said earlier there's no way that they could have pulled this off if they didn't have some foresight into the future right and yeah you know, the whole Baron Trump thing. So Aaron, wasn't it Bill Wood? Is that who I'm thinking of? Who talked about the timelines merging yeah. at, in 2012. Yeah, and what did he say? Something along the lines, like they basically couldn't see past that point. They saw like everything just like. Yeah, I think Andrew Visaggio's talked about that too. Um, yeah, he, and this was before 2012. They talked about, yeah, they, at 2012, um, they couldn't see beyond uh, with the technologies. It would just be nothing. And um, and I think with, what was it, the Montauk chair, um, they would experience just like pure bliss when they were hooked up to it um, after 2012, when they would like take them through time or something like that. Um, they and, must not have traveled to 2020. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> which, which is interesting because obviously we're past that now. We're like, yeah. well, what what happened in 2020? Why why was that the case? You know, so may my theory is that the timelines maybe converged at that point, um, like collapsed, and and now so like it either either is going to mean like we're on a solid negative timeline or a solid positive timeline in my in my opinion and. So that gives me hope, you know, that's one of the things it's like, okay, well, with all the craziness happening, we are still seeing a mass awakening, you know, we are still seeing a yeah. lot of, a lot of really great things. I don't think we'd be seeing if we were on this dystopian, super negative timeline that the cabal, you know, obviously once, but Bill Wood talked about there being two timelines and he called them timeline one and timeline two. He says like, this is what they would refer to them as in these projects. And so what he said, timeline one was like the ascension timeline or the awakening timeline, which I believe we're, we're currently And it's on. interesting that they call that one one. Yeah, and they call that one one, not the one they want. So it's almost like that's the natural timeline. And they're trying to steer us away from that to the timeline they want, which they call timeline two, which is where they're, you know, they stay not only stay in control, but they, they, uh, 
it, the control just keeps getting more and more. And then, you know, the whole transhumanist agenda and go down the rabbit hole with that, you know, that's, that's what they want. Yeah. Um, well, and that's what they're constantly still to this day, trying to steer us onto that timeline, well, obviously with all the agendas we see. And you know, right the now. way Bill, the way Bill would put it, he's like, it was like a chess, a chess game. Right. And both mm -hmm. players had seven moves. There was seven moves left to checkmate. The winner knew it and the loser knew it. But the only so the, they both knew the outcome, but all the loser could do was prolong the game. Yeah. And yeah, there's going to be moves made, but they're all going to be forced by the winner. And that's kind of what we're seeing right now. Yeah. Well, he said, well, he said, uh, no matter what they tried to do every time they would check the technology to see what, OK, what's the future going to be now? He said every time it would end up inevitably the one they didn't want back to timeline one <laughs> like they couldn't no matter what they did they couldn't get it to change to what they wanted it always ended up in the mass awakening and the, and the mass yeah, basically they say it was a timeline converge into a reality that couldn't be controlled and it scared the hell out of them so they ended up shutting down the whole thing because one they didn't they didn't want it, it, that knowledge they really did not want that knowledge getting out because they you know everything's compartmentalized so the people that use that technology and that knew that were probably a very small you know who knows number of people but it was compartmentalized and they didn't want you know that information getting out because they need they need the people in the compartments under them to think they're fully in control and this is all there's nothing you can do about it you know this is all happening kind of thing and, and i think uh, hillary and too they just made the, it just them, pissed right? them off it just pissed them off that they kept seeing this and they're like oh f it you know we're gonna make it happen no matter what screw this what, thing kind what'd of, you say brad sorry go ahead Oh, no, I was just saying, I think Hillary, when they saw Hillary saw herself winning the presidency and the one that yeah. they were trying to do, right? Right. Yeah. The yellow cube, I believe, is what. She yeah. Saw that. Yeah. That was the yellow yeah. cube. What did you what did you find on that, Brad? Yeah. So, I mean, I, some of that makes me wonder if that's why she was so confident. Right. Yeah, she didn't even have yeah. a freaking she didn't even have a, a consolation speech or whatever it is. Yeah. And. You know, that's like one of the first times in history someone hasn't come out and, you know, given a speech and and lost and stuff. They couldn't believe that. I mean, I, th I think they also knew that they had things rigged, but it's pretty wild, man. It, it's uh, yeah. The Bill Wood stuff is pretty wild. There's a couple of them and he was, uh, you know, they kind of attacked him and they accused him of things and made him go into hiding. And, you know, mm -hmm. who knows what happened yeah. with that. But that's kind of what they do. Right. If you're a whistleblower. Typically, then they come out and they either try to crush you. And you know what's good about this whole movement with all of us now? It's harder to crush these people. You know, they were a little more, they were a little more unknown. And it was a little easier to make people either disappear or just ruin them without too much backing. And I, I feel like that's why we have like the strength in numbers now. Right. Exactly. Because yeah, now, exactly. like you said, it was more unknown it was hidden like these whistleblowers were coming out in a little tiny corner of the internet no nobody was seeing it and they could just sweep them under the rug and if not eliminate them in some cases and we've seen evidence of that throughout the throughout time you know just with the ufo topic in general but now it's it's so mass it's literally like a mass awakening and there's so many people coming forward that it's almost suspicious if something happens to them now. So it's actually what they're saying. It's safer to talk and come forward than hold on to your secrets because they can eliminate you. But if you talk, then it makes, you know, it kind of puts you in the spotlight. 
Right. You know what? That's a good point. So you're almost safer by saying it that, that way. You know, it's um, it, it's a cool thing. We're in a cool timeline, I feel for sure. And, you know, I like, you know, no pun intended. But, you know, that's also too, it makes you think of the one post where it said timelines change and certain things. You know, some of the things I think they were saying where they were trolling them a lot. Kind of being like, you know, hey, you want to you wanna do timeline too? Well, guess what? You know, timelines change and things change. And uh, there's, dude, there was so much interesting stuff. It's funny. I don't even know. Sometimes you don't even know which direction to go. But what did you guys think about? And I know this was in the video. If I can share my screen again one more time. Um, with the, the Ingersoll Trump a pocket watch that was a limited time. And that this was a limited release around the time that john trump was looking through tesla's papers and stuff and this is the exact sort of thing this is the exact sort of pocket watch that, that uh you know in the alice in wonderland that he's carrying yeah. you know yeah. right so yeah and q has i mean 17 damn it has has reference there's an edit button <laughs> yeah exactly yep. Has referenced the uh, white rabbit, right? Am I, the white am I, rabbit. Yeah, follow, follow the white rabbit. Right, what follows and, the white rabbit, and that's everywhere in Alice in Wonderland. And then you have this clock, and and what's interesting is the um, pull up those those um, drawings, the images of of Looking Glass at Area Fifty One. It's called Alice's Floor, and according to whistleblowers, above the door to that room, entering that room, is a white rabbit. And there's even a white rabbit on the uh, on the drawing there, what we're looking at yeah. right now. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> House is four, uh, area S four of um, area fifty one. You know, allegedly these are these are schematics that uh, people who have claimed to be there drew out, and you know this comes from long before any of the stuff we're talking about. And it says a stuffed Alice in Wonderland rabbit is permanently mounted above the entrance to the Project Looking Glass room. Right, and they, they claimed that there was an Einstein Rosenbridge here, and that this—that's what this was—and that they also had a looking glass device, and basically these were jump rooms. And this is on um, the star, like the stargates from the Sumerian cylinder skills. And these are technologies. I mean, with all their black ops programs and all the different things that they do, it's not surprising to me at all. Honestly, it, it would be surprising if they didn't have stuff like this. And with that and the white rabbit and uh, again with um with that with this it's the ingersoll ingersoll lockwoods who wrote the baron trump books back in the back in the day and it, it's just these things i don't know there's something to them and if you go here there's even a little closer up yeah, that's what I was looking for. So that actually, yeah. I think David Wilcock pointed out, it resembles what um, is in the movie Contact. It does. Actually. Yep. And it's almost like in that movie, they're depicting looking glass without telling you it's looking glass. You know, we don't, yeah. obviously we can just speculate, but right. What do we say? No coincidence. Very similar, <clears throat> very similar to what's in Contact. Uh, it's, uh, I think they do soft disclosure all the time in movies. I oh, think, yeah. you know, there's a lot of people, they, whether it's to do soft disclosure or they're just like hey, you know look at what i know kind of having fun with it and like kind of knowing that a lot of people don't know what it is and it's just um i i don't know i would you know if i was making a movie and i kind of knew some things that were 
that I was privy to. Sure, well, I would throw it in. There's actually a government program yeah. uh, called a Continuing Public Acclamation Program, <clears throat> where, <clears throat> excuse me, by law, by some sort of law, who knows who makes these laws up, but <laughs> they right. have to, they have to disclose this stuff to us throughout time. Like they have to disclose so much, like every so many years or something. And they never say how they have to do that. So, so we might be getting direct disclosure from some of these movies without even realizing it. And right. I've heard even people claim, obviously this is all with a grain of salt, but some of these movies when, when they're filming and like, let's say an underground base or something, it's not actually a movie set. Sometimes they are filming in an actual dumb that we just assume is a movie set. Like there's that much disclosure sometimes that is directly in front of our face, but we just write it off as a movie, you know? Yeah. I wouldn't exactly. be surprised. That's wild. Imagine that you're watching something. It's actual, they're actual dumbs or actual, even like a craft, you know, I wouldn't put it past them. I know they have these down. They have these down UFOs. It's almost for certain. Now, Bill Cooper talked about that a while ago, you know, yeah. that he had saw tons of things. That they were saying things in the Roswell, and that one of the reasons why they there was the thing that one that happened right after Roswell. One of the reasons why they tried to hide that crash because they were found in like they found body parts on the craft. Mm -hmm. They realized that they were probably most likely doing experiments on people. Uh, he claimed that ET was actually was based on an ET like called EB that they had. Yeah, the Ebs or the Ebens. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um. Yeah, there's, yeah, it's pretty wild. There's a lot, and I, I don't know how familiar you are with our channel, but we've gotten you know as deep as it goes, you know, we, <laughs> as weird as it goes. And but neat. you know, we've covered a lot yeah. of that, and uh, it's interesting. Love it. It's interesting. Like, well, people claimed that Looking Glass also you can actually teleport with it. Um, I've heard that claimed also. It's an, it's also a teleportation teleportation device. Yeah. Um, which would yeah. which would make the Ingersoll Lockwood books make more sense. Like if somebody like came to the future or something and saw what happened, came back and wrote about it, like it, everything's not out of the realm of possibility anymore. It's just, it's like we're living in a science fiction movie. Dude, we really are. And mm -hmm. it, I'm glad you brought that book back up. Because actually I have, I have some things here that I really like, some things that I had saved from the book, if you give me a chance to get it up here, yeah, you're um, good. that I think you'll like. First of all, I do have, I have the picture of Baron where, dude, it literally, it literally looks like actual Baron Trump. Let's see. Yeah, it's, it's like eerily similar. Yeah, it's like, it's him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay, that's, that looks exactly like Baron Trump. Like, yeah, look here, right like, dude, right, they're like the same nose, the same, you know, yeah. face. Like, that is like stuff like that is the things nice. that really, you know, blow my mind a lot. And then, all right, this is something that I thought was interesting. Chapter, chapter 19 and 20. Now, this is obviously, these are re, uh, you know, obviously, I didn't, I didn't buy a book from the 1800s, these are reprinted. But 19, instead of doing the I, it's a T. Interesting. So 19 and 20, if you take out the T, that, that becomes 20. And the T, we kind of like Trump 2020. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> right? Yeah, why would they put it? Why would they just randomly put a T? 
I mean, I guess that yeah. could just be an accident. You know, I don't know. But I this is that. another thing that I thought was weird. This is um, this is from I believe the marvelous his uh, marvelous underground journey. Anon, 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 right? <laughs> A group would hold it. This to me. All right, I'm gonna read this. Tell yeah, me if please. this doesn't draw parallels to kind of the way we all form together in a weird way. So it says, Anon, a group alt, join hands and begin to exchange thoughts by lightning-like pressures, tappings, and strokes. When others would dash against them, break them apart, and conf confusion would reign greater than ever. But gradually, I noted that some sort of order seemed to be coming out of the movements of this mad throng. Here and there, groups of three and four would form and clasp hands. Then these smaller circles would break and form into larger ones. I noted, too, that this ever-increasing circle was formed on the outside of the panic-stricken crowd. And as it grew, shut them in. And, and so that when a fleeting subsidy, that's one of the groups he's talking about, hurtled up against this steady line, his terror left him at once, and he took place in it. In a few moments... The madly pushing, jostling throng had disappeared entirely, and the whole city was girt round by these long, steady lines. The great circle had been formed. Wow. Like, that gave me chills, man. You know, at first, like, I was, like, popped up. I'm like, oh, Anon. I know you mean, like, Anon a group. I know that's just a way of talking from back then. But just that that, that word was put in there, and then I'm like, you know, that's kind of how we all, we had our, like, we had a few friends at first, you know? We'd be like, oh, look at this, look at this. And we'd start doing things. And then we kind of like got bigger groups and the circles got bigger. And then all of a sudden we're this big connected community, the great awakening, the great circle had been formed. I, I don't know that, uh, that specific passage. And there's a bunch of passages in here that I thought were interesting. That specific one kind of gave me the chills. Yeah. That's, that's incredible. You know, I just sent my dad a text because he was reading a book from like, like 79, um, I think it was in the seventies or eighties. It's like some native American, like bear tribe book has nothing to do with anything, but they were talking about like future prophecies. This was in the seventies or eighties. And it talks about in the awakening times, a white man would come wearing a red cap and talked Shut about up. wearing, wearing a blue, something like a blue, I forgot. He's going to send me, he, he's going to be home in 10 minutes. He's going to send it to me. I'm going to read it to you guys, but it's mind blowing. Like it's, it's an accurate description of Trump. And it's, oh, that's that's awesome. amazing. yeah, it's, and this is in like some like book that you would never expect it. Like no researcher is even going to find it. You have to be into this specific, like native American super tribe. Random, super yeah. Random book. And wow. yeah, he, yeah, he sent it to me a while back. So hopefully um, he'll send it to me shortly. The native then. Americans, I feel were very tapped into like the ether and the spirit world. Oh. And, oh, for you, sure. you know, Definitely that All, whole thing. Every, so indi that's what every indigenous group was, every single one. Yes. Right. I and think they purposely severed our ties from that over time. I think there was a concerted you, effort to do why that. Why do you think they've all been killed off and attacked so heavily? Yeah. Right. There's well, I mean, there. yeah, they, so we've been, we've been pushed or steered away from that life, from that reality, I could, I should yeah. say, because um, they were able to do things that, um, we're told aren't possible, you know, as far as like they were con connecting with ETs and like just spiritually, they were like going on journeys and stuff. And, and now they're just, you know, whatever being suppressed. Yeah. I think they were very in tune with, with um, 
just different senses that we had and different abilities that we've had that have been cut off from us. I always, I've said this before in the past, I've always felt like, you know, the European witch trials of, you know, like the 1600s and stuff when they, I mean, clearly there were people doing things, you know, it's not like we're talking about cavemen here. They, you know, 1600s, they, they were, there were people, they were great thinkers of that era. And, you know, I think that has a way y'all call them all witches and heretics and stuff. And then anyone who still has a connection to some of these spiritual things or things they could do and, you know, basically burn them at the stake and make right. people afraid to do that stuff. And then, you know, time goes by 100, 200, 300 years. And now we're just reading all these books from back in the day where people are going to wizard school and stuff like it's a normal thing. And like, uh -huh, they really liked their wizards back then. Like, I don't know. Why is it in every single book? Yeah, you know, like <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like it's not like myth and legend isn't myth and legend. Uh, can you yeah. make uh, take the screen share off unless you have? Oh my bad. Yeah. Oh sorry. Um, yeah. What was I Oh yeah, we just did an episode on the witch. Actually, the history of the witch, and we started with the European trials and, and came all the way current. But uh, they were absolutely afraid of these women. Uh, they would do whatever they were doing. They were so scared of them that whenever before they burned them or publicly executed them, they would make them first shave their head or cut their hair because they would be they were afraid they would really? be cursed by the touch of their hair because they used hair and their spells and stuff like that. Oh yeah. But it wasn't like they just thought they were crazy. They actually believed that these women had powers and they were trying to if they weren't scared of them, they wouldn't make them cut their hair and they would make them walk backwards up to the stand so they couldn't give the prosecutor an evil eye. So they would have oh. to cut their hair and walk backwards before they were burned or hung or put in the Iron Maiden to basically, which is just like being buried alive. But it's, it's, it's insane. Like, you don't do that unless you're actually scared of something. So what these women must have been doing something that were freaking people out. And they were probably yeah. just tapping into a higher consciousness, which is, yeah. which is how looking glass is described. It, it allows you to tap into uh, basically a higher consciousness. Yep. Yes. Yeah. And you know, maybe that higher consciousness allows you to do things. Maybe that world is very not quite as limited as ours is, you know? Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. No, it's not limited at all. I mean, not, I yeah. think I think our true potential we could do like I don't even think we understand our true potential. Like, uh, we could be using things. the force and flying around and. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, what if that soft skills? You ever see um a documentary? Is a very quick little thing from the eighties on this guy called Johnny Chang, and he's doing things on camera. They had heard the legend of this guy where he's literally he lights a piece of paper on fire. Uh, he pushes a chopstick. Uh, chopped stick through the table and there's a couple things and they said like at one point this guy got weird and he says my master visited me in my sleep last night and he says i shouldn't be showing off with this stuff and i have to retire and you know it was very like because i think he did it during a dinner they were during dinner and he was like having fun and he pushed a chopstick through a table and one splintered and hit someone it didn't really hurt them but and then apparently he said the next day he goes my master reprimanded me and said i shouldn't be doing this in the first place and I am sorry. But this guy's on camera doing some crazy stuff. He was lighting up light bulbs and stuff. And I've this seen, is like an 80s yeah. camera. You know what I mean? Like this. It's not like so. I don't know. It certainly makes you think. And same thing with like those witch trials. 
they were definitely doing something. You know, we're not talking about Neanderthals here, we're talking about just a couple hundred years ago. And even even um uh King James, was it King James the sixth? You know, whoever commit the one commissioned King James Bible, he also wrote himself a thing called demonology, which he's talking about how to deal with these witches and, and how it's real and the types of spells he do. It's like an actual guy, you know, and he was saying how they were cursing him and stuff and so there was something real there. And I like you're saying, I think it, it is I think it is lined up because I think that's what you're tapping into this world and you're tapping into these different things and it allows you to do that stuff. And there's something there's definitely something to there, there's definitely the proof is in the pudding with um with the Trump and these books and Ingersoll Lockwood and and and, and Tesla. There's a story here, man. I think they know. I think Tesla tapped into something. I think John Trump, you know, got it. He, you know, he was an MIT uh, professor and he's, he actually knew what he was reading. And I think he found stuff. And I think it's a, a very guarded secret in the Trump family. There's a show on history channel called the Tesla files, which I highly recommend even for the history Ooh, okay. channel. And really Aaron, good. Aaron, you turned me on to it. And I thought I was going to watch one episode and I binge watched it all in one night. Yeah. Uh, it was like it was, five episodes. Luckily. Yeah, it was five episodes, but it was they're long episodes, even yeah. without commercials. And it, but it was, wrong. it's unreal. Like you, you almost don't believe the History Channel is showing that stuff. But when they got to the part about John Trump, they framed him as the bad guy. Like he came, like he was the one who broke in and stole the files, and like and was doing it for a nefarious reason. They painted him in the dark, yeah. and I thought that was very interesting because everything else was pretty accurate and then when, as soon as they got to that part i'm like i don't think that's how it went down you know but obviously it's the history channel and there's believe they're owned by disney now the history channel you know some of the older Dis uh history channel stuff was pretty based there was a lot of cool stuff there's, that we've all learned from the history channel there's a lot of amazing stuff in this ancient right. aliens is, is an amazing show oh, except man. it's similar to that where it's like 95 percent of it's amazing but then you got this they'll like slip in something or you're like uh and yeah it's clearly like still an agenda you know there even though 95 percent of it's fantastic so yeah that's that lines up with history channel from what i've seen they'll use like verifiable truths as a vehicle to sell you some crap that they want to push for sure yeah they're to me they're you know we talk about controlled opposition figures like in my opinion alex jones is one of them stephen greer yeah uh, to me history channel is a controlled opposition channel or like yeah. platform or whatever so it's like the they they know people are going to wake up to this ever so what they want to do is round you into their controlled like pin of information so you never go past that and then you also get some disinfo and they're that they want to keep you at that at this certain level and believing certain things uh and hoping you never go past it which unfortunately you know unfortunate for them most people yeah they'll start with ancient aliens they'll start with Stephen Greer or uh, Alex Jones, but then they move past it like I did when <laughs> I had my awakening. Right. Those, those were all part of it. Well, just oh, yeah, kept going down the rabbit holes and I real, and then I saw, oh look, they put in some like disinfo and and what they're saying to like it, the agendas became obvious once well, I got to a certain level. You know, and that's a good point, Aaron. Yeah. Everything that we get into is we should should be a stepping stone. Even seventeen, like. We yeah. just can't marry ourselves and sit with this stuff forever and live in the past. Like it's a stepping stone to further research, to further evolution of consciousness, mm -hmm. you know, and it's, it's really yeah. just all 
like the awakening never stops. You don't, you never just get to a point like, okay, I'm done. Yeah. And never if make, you, if you do that, then you're being duped because if you think you've reached the end, you have, you're, you're basically making it into a religion at that point. If, yeah. if you're yeah. following a certain person or certain information or whatever, and you can't allow yourself to question it or to, or to look at things that go past that, or, or they even contradict it. Not, not, not saying don't believe anything first off, but like to consider information that's, you know, then you're, you're basically saying, nope, I've already found the truth and I'm, I'm done. My journey's done, mm-hmm. which I'm sorry, but that's never true. <laughs> like that, you know, never. Dude, there's so, so much stuff we'll never, never you have no, no know it all. Exactly. Exactly. Um, that's why, that's what I liked about that operation. Cause it wasn't just them barking stuff at us. They were literally asking questions and saying, go, go out, see what you could find. They were literally imploring us yeah. to continue. And, you know, that's why I don't even think it needs to come back to be honest. And, you know, I loved it. I thought it was great, but it was, um, you know, they told us to do a lot of stuff and a lot of things that get atoned to it. They actually never even said, you know, they told us to go look at something and then we'd come back and be like, bro, right. did you see this? Yeah. You know, look at this. And then we'd all be like, exactly. look at like, you know, they were like, oh, that's conspiracy theory. Like, uh, these are your own CIA documents, guy. You know, like, yeah. what do you mean? <laughs> like, but we well, would never know to look in a certain spot if they didn't implore us to. So I like that. I feel like that actually was set up for growth and for future um for future digs yeah that's the thing about 17 is that literally it's telling us to think for yourself and do your own research and don't just believe it things because i'm saying it or anyone and and the codes that's part of the main message and some of the codes when you plug them into google search would would pull up um books they would lead to certain books on disclosure so it's like okay and they would be all about, I think one of them was even a Dr. Sala book on the secret space program, like even crazy oh, stuff. Wilcock book. Yeah. yeah. And speaking of uh, SSP, so, you know, we, this is something we cover a lot on the channel and um, Johan Fritz actually talked about um, looking glass quite a bit. And he had the same, so he went over the same images you did, but he talked about, you know, he has his own memories and his own testimony or whatever. Take it all with a grain of salt because, you know, we just don't know, but it's compelling and there's a lot of dots to connect. But he claimed that they would use looking glass to see, to view their mission before they did the mission. So they knew exactly what to bring on the mission. Even if somebody got hurt, they would know what medical supplies they have on hand. And he said that this, this is how they would go in like a black ops military mission would go into a building, know exactly what to do. And almost seemed like they had superhuman abilities because they knew where everybody was. They knew exactly what it was, but he said what could throw it off. And he made this mistake himself was if you make a decision that, that goes, that's not what you saw. If you make a decision that it can literally change the outcome of the whole mission, and it's not going to be what you saw. And something happened where he made a decision and it screwed up and they actually end up having to send in like rescue team. Now, this is just his story. Um, apparently, this is what he relived and this is what he what he lived through in memory and it's his own memory, right? But if that kind of stuff is actually happening, like that's fascinating to me. And, and it would make sense that if you have some black ops military that has to go infiltrate a facility and you had access to this technology, why wouldn't you use it to, to ensure that you're not going to fail? 
And I feel like that's kind of what they did with Q. It's like the same concept. I mean, 17, it's the same concept. A hundred percent. Yeah. And that's exactly how someone like that would use a program like that. Like it would have black ops. And you know, one thing I felt like, especially uh, looking into all this and, and I think it makes sense just, just common sense wise anyways, the future seems fluid. The future seems always in motion. I don't think, I think you could definitely throw off a timeline or maybe if you're looking into it, right. And you see everything, you know, it's mapped out, but then you deviate from the plan. You're, you're throwing other variables in there now that are changing what you originally saw. And I, I don't think that's out of the realm of possibility at all. And, and that's pretty cool. What was his name again? I would love to watch that actually. Yeah. We have um, like three episodes with him. Johan Fritz actually. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You go back in our history. You can watch him, but yeah. um it's oh, the oh, guy's yeah. like a talking encyclopedia he, like he just oh, like yeah. unreal what he knows and mem- remembers and stuff um he's one of the more credible guys i've heard i would say um oh, what was i gonna say on to uh, adding on to that um talking about oh yeah so that's what we were talking about deviating from the plan well you know we always hear this trust the plan trust the plan trust the plan i don't know what that even is supposed to mean at this point because well first of all if the timelines were supposed to merge in 2012 and i don't know what happened then but right now the whole talk chatter across the board is we're having a timeline split like as if it's just now happening so did it happen in 2012 or is it just now happening was all that off you know and if things change in the fog of war so if we really are in world war three right now and and literally by the minute by the second by the hour whatever something can happen that changes the course of that plan and so we don't know what really is going on behind the scenes um right now and maybe trust the plan was great and maybe something happened and they had to like think on their feet and some changes had to be made and we don't know what looks like but looking out in the public looking out in the world right now it doesn't look that great but at the same time people are getting red pilled they're waking up maybe it's all part of the plan we just never imagined it would get like this yes i agree uh it's funny as some people it i remember looking into it and i think it said trust the plan not even that many times and i, I think not even past 2018 and to me it's like i felt like that was you know comforting people hey it's cool we got a plan don't worry about it but then there's some people like anything that goes around like oh judge plan like Hey, dude, I think we're well past anything that was planned. I don't know how you could even plan far past that. I think right now it is just like freaking moves and counter moves and uh, everything's in the air. Honestly, I think this is the the fight for the freedom of the world. And I don't think anyone should be resting back on their laurels. I don't think anyone would want us to. And we have a great community and we're, we're getting into a lot of stuff and we're exposing a lot of stuff. And we're also having a, um exposing a lot of fun stuff and like like this to me is like really really fun and hopeful and to think that some of these things could exist and i feel like there's a lot of good being done and even like you're saying the scary stuff like with uh with the Biden administration all this stuff that's going on it's a little nerve-wracking man they're they're going kind of full dictatorship it's crazy because it's funny they called us 
Nazis and they, you know all this crazy stuff for so long. That's called projecting. Was, they're just projecting what they were doing, you know. And then exactly. when the actual Nazi stuff starts happening, they're like, "Oh, this is this is fine." Or, or and then we go yeah. from Nazis to terrorists. Good, yeah. yeah papers, <laughs> yeah. white supremacist, yeah. terrorist, whatever. The guy defending himself is is a Nazi. That yeah, and it's just everything's like inverted and backwards, and people. No. You know, when people can't think for themselves, they have to be programmed what to think. And if they're following the mainstream media or the education system or whatever it may be, they're getting programmed with all that propaganda and that becomes their beliefs. So it's not that hard to understand why so many people, why we see, you know, the crazy. You know, I was looking through some research or videos and stuff. Um, and researching whatever you want to call it um before we're just in particular for this episode just seeing what i could find any bits and pieces about looking glass that we don't already know and most of it's all been discussed but i did come across a david Icke quote a david Icke quote that i thought was interesting he said we are in the darkest days in 2021 22 and into 23 before dawn breaks and a whole new reality emerges based on love and freedom and I don't know where his information comes from, but he, he says 21, 22, 23. Um, basically, like next year is not going to be that great either, you know, and yeah, probably yeah. not for this isn't going away overnight. Is where before, I get it from. before the before it gets better. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Which, which is what we know. But yeah. it's interesting to, to see his timeline on that, you know, and that's risky nowadays to put a timeline on anything because you're going to. As much as I don't want that, I could see that. I could definitely see that as much yeah. as I don't want that to be the case. I hope yeah, that's that's like that. when they were saying, uh, who is it? And, and I love him, uh, Mike Lindell. You know, I love him. His heart's in the right place. But he was like, hey, Trump's going to be back in August. And in my head, I'm like, eh, no, he's not. I think we're in for, you know, I think we're in for a term of this. And but like you're saying, for all the bad it is, dude, it's blasting people out of their comas. Like there are literally people online like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry I messed up. And in a way Maybe that nothing else, happen. nothing Maybe else could, right? Yeah. It, like 17 said, people have to be shown. You can't just tell people this stuff. They're going to call you crazy. Oh, it's a conspiracy. Oh, whatever. When this stuff is literally happening, <laughs> like in your face, happening to them, you can't, you're like, all right, this is happening, you know? And you yeah. feel it. You feel all those emotions. You experience it. And nothing else can substitute that you well, know, nothing nothing is nearly as powerful as that and that that is the biggest catalyst for to snap people out of their their slumbers and to see what's going on see what's been going on you know right and we can't yeah. i lost my train of thought go ahead brad <laughs> <laughs> oh man uh, I, uh, to me it's like yeah. if the white hats are really in control it makes because so many people are like well why are they still letting it go on for so long why aren't they doing something to, to me it's like they've already won i think i think they've that. already i don't think 17 would have happened unless we were already pretty much there or there you know um and i think they're letting this happen for multiple reasons but the biggest <laughs> one is to wake people up the, the catalyst for for the awakening let them see let right. them see and experience it for themselves well, rather than just rounding up the bad guys and then saying oh hey by the way this is what they've been doing even though you didn't really expect you didn't really consciously experience it, you know? Well, things don't get real until they get personal. Exactly. And, and that's what it takes to snap somebody out of a coma. 
Um, I used this analogy before, uh, and I'm going to say it again because it's actually relevant. I, I'm in construct. I was in construction for 15 years, and you would always oh, use too. the company. You would always use the company tools, and they got thrown around and beat up. And nobody gave a shit about them. And it wasn't until they said, "All right, we're issuing everybody their own tools, and you have to take care of them. If something happens to them, you're going to pay for it." You would never, you've never seen so many guys start babying their tools, <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. but it got real for them. Like you don't care unless, unless you're actually directly responsible for something or involved in something, you don't care about it is, is the point. So, and that's exactly what's happening right now. Like everybody prior to that has just been throwing all the tools around, don't give a shit, but now they're handed the real tools and they understand what has to happen. So they're going to baby that. Yeah. Like right it's, it gets personal and this is this is what it looks like and, and and you know let's face it you know you're never gonna break free from your comfort zone until you're uncomfortable exactly and everybody had to get uncomfortable yes now by the way i worked in concrete for 17 years so that's pretty oh. cool I, I i completely understand that analogy that's yeah a million percent true yeah yeah right it's it's so true it's it's funny though uh, and it's sad because we just take everything for granted you know Oh yeah, everything for granted. Yeah. Uh, here's something cool uh, to to go on like a little side quest here. That's something that um I I never I kind of found this out after I did my video, and I always kind of wished it was in there. That um to to bring it back to the possibility of time travel. If uh if that if I if I go into Absolutely. something like that, if I could share my screen. Yeah, please. Yeah, please do. So, Frederick Trump. Uh, this is Trump's grandfather. He was actually traveling to to California for the gold rush and stuff, and he wound up to Seattle, but he went through California. Around the same exact time, there was this thing called the Sonora Club. This is Sonora, California. Um, and in this club, someone had found an old book and where they're making schematics for like air machines and time machines. And them, a lot of them say Trump. And this is supposed to be like a school. And it says, these are drawings from like, you know, like the 1800s. Wow. Trump 45. What? And these are like <laughs> schematics of like old, they were making time travel machines. Wow. Arrow wow. Trump 45, 89 Trump. And these are like, you know, they're just all schematics. This is the Sonora Aero Club. And I just think this is fascinating, man. And, you know, this always reminded me here, we've talked about self-disclosure. I don't know if you guys um, ever watched Star Wars, but this always reminds me of Yoda's craft at the end of Star Wars 3. Yeah. It's on Dagobah. It does look like that. Yeah. <laughs> they might have done that on purpose, you know. I mm -hmm. Like you were saying, it's funny you mentioned the Force before. I feel like that's a little bit of self-disclosure. I've always wondered, oh, like, oh, if we 100%. can do stuff like that. Totally. And, uh, you, you know, it just lends itself to it. And uh, this is an old thing that they had found with all these things from the Sonora Aero Club. And like I said, they're talking about, um, they're talking about time machines and, and air machines. And they say Trump on them. And that's the exact time that Friedrich Trump was actually traveling through. He would have went through Sonora. And that that general area to get to Seattle. So 
I don't know. I thought I always felt like that might be a little piece to the puzzle as well. I've not. Uh, that's all. That's new to me, actually, and that's fascinating. Yeah, I, I thought this was pretty cool. Um, this yeah. is the guy that wrote a Charles Deschamps. Okay, between um the twelve note period between nineteen oh eight and nineteen twenty one, but I think he was referencing stuff. Yeah, from the fifth eighteen hundreds, right? Uh, his notebooks recount his time living in a boarding house from eighteen fifty four. 1859, when his neighbors included the members of Sonora Aero Club, the club appointed them him their scribe, and um, who was just they they were like going into all these stuff and airships and different stuff that are along these lines, you know, kind of along the lines of things we're doing. And the fact that you know they don't mention Trump or anything, but it's just on these pictures, on these drawings, and on these air machines is Trump. And this one is the best when it said Trump 45. I was just like, I remember getting chills seeing that. It's just so random that, yeah, why is Trump? It's so random that it means that nothing is random. It means it's not not random. Yeah. (laughs) Right. right. I mean, exactly. Like, that just like, what is that? If it's all true, what does that tell us about reality? Like, in, like, in reality, what does that tell us? Is it as steady as we think? Right. Exactly. Like, are we in some sort of, is it more fluid? You know what I wonder too is, how did Trump know to go to Manhattan? I don't know. I don't know where you guys are from. Are you from the East Coast or West Coast? Oh, you're from Midwest. California, right? St. Louis, Midwest. Missouri. Yeah, Midwest. St. Louis, yeah. So, so New York City, right? New York City is like the island of Manhattan. And then there's uh, Queens and Brooklyn and Long Island out here. A lot of people in the 80s, they were staying away from Manhattan. Manhattan right now, people think of it as like a tourist destination. You go to Times Square and it's like going to like Disneyland and stuff. Dude, like in the 80s, it was literally you went to Times Square. It was all peep shows, hookers, and you got stabbed and robbed, basically. And Manhattan was like a pretty. It was kind of like they had done to Manhattan what they had done to like Detroit and all these other cities. And Rudy Giuliani just saved it in the nineties. That's the only difference why Manhattan is the way it is now, as opposed to all these other cities who unfortunately have stayed, you know, kind of like beaten down by democratic policies. But Trump, Trump is one of the reasons. Trump in the eighties. He's one of the literal reasons who saved Manhattan. And how did he know? He went, everyone told him to stay away from Manhattan. And he said, oh, dude, do not build there. And um, his father, you know, was doing buildings in Queens. And he said, no, I did. Manhattan's a great place. I want to return it to grandeur. And he started doing things and he was making these grandiose buildings and putting like a lot of work into them where it was kind of like, people were like, dude, you're like throwing your money away. And he didn't. He's one of the reasons that people start following his lead and, and rebuilding Manhattan, essentially. But how did he know? That's how he made a fortune, because he was able to buy them pretty cheap. Uh, some of these things somewhat cheap because no one wanted to touch it. It was like freaking, uh, you know, it was like go get robbed land. And but how did he know? I feel like they've had this technology, man. I feel like it's been in their family. Well, and, if, you know, you can see little windows to, to the past. You can make a lot of or little windows to the past or future. You can make a lot of money. If it goes back to Sumerian times, I mean, who knows what the hell is going on? Yeah. You know, there's a there's a guy who. Well, first of all, I want to I want to say something, just because I know we're gonna get the comment. We always get comments from you know Trump haters like, why do you guys keep putting Trump on a pedestal? Trump oh, is not man. your savior. Yeah. Blah blah. We know that. We <laughs> nobody, got some. Yeah. Nobody's a, people that follow us, unfortunately. But we do, yeah. and it's true, and it's and it's a very valid point. Nobody should be the whole savior complex thing has got to go. And it's up to us. That's like what we're realizing right now. And even if Trump came back 
it's not like he's going to save the world, right? But you know what it's going to do? It's going to be a morale boost for the entire world. And can you imagine oh, yeah. just how the consciousness will shift into a positive direction if we have somebody that you somewhat feel safe with in power? That doesn't mean he's going to do anything in particular to save the world, but what he stands for in the, at this particular time is, is more than what he actually is going to be doing. And yeah, yes, a hundred percent. You know what? All right. I'll, I'll, I'll say this. And I think you guys like this. First of all, Jesus Christ is my savior. You know, that's uh, and I'm sure Trump would agree with that and all this stuff. The reason why I talk about Trump a lot is because dude, he started all this back in like 2014. If you were online, if you said anything that wasn't like completely liberal, everything they're pushing, you were ganged up on. And then he started running in 2015 and he started giving them a freaking taste of their own medicine and telling them what the frig was up and letting us know like, oh man, you could say that to these people. And then we start speaking up and then we realize, oh God, there's a lot of us, you know? Right. And then it started this whole community. And this dude, for as much as I know, there's people who don't like him and, and that's fine. You know, that you, people are entitled to their own opinion, but he, this dude has done more to me. It's not that he's a savior to me, but I really respect what he did. He knocked the cabal back worse than, in my opinion, anyone's done in a hundred years. This guy was the biggest thorn in their side, whether people think whatever reason they think he was that he did it. Uh, I just think that he was the sober guy at parties looking around being like, oh my God, these people are sick, right. you know? And he did it. He, this guy went in, he infiltrated Washington they threw 17 days. They, they popped us out as much information as they could while they were in there. And he gave them a piece of their, their mind and gave us a lot of confidence and built this whole community. And, you know, so he's definitely, he's not my savior. You know, like I said, you know, Jesus Christ is my savior and always will be. And, and Trump will never have anything or no one will ever have anything on him. Greatest man that ever lived the greatest, you know, more than the man, obviously, but, you know, but I really do respect what Trump, that did and to me he's one of our he's probably our greatest warrior i feel and so that's why i bring up trump and you know right. that's why i like what he did you can't deny what he did dude he he pissed in all their faces for four straight years <laughs> and it was glorious and i would love to have it come back but it doesn't need to look what we're doing we are all doing this right now and that's yeah. what he always wanted so exactly. uh you know whether it comes back or not i feel really good about where we are and where the world is going well, and if he was the last president, uh, and we, yeah. you know, we know Biden is like illegitimate on all levels, like yes. it, it's, as far as, I mean, everything down to the man himself, it's, if it's even him at this point, you know, uh, like what if somehow, I, I don't think Trump, it's, I don't think any of the Bidens we're seeing is actually yeah, right. I, I wonder like, what if somehow, that. like, I'm not saying Trump is like still in power. I don't know what's going on, but like the last official legal, legal president. Right. Um, right. So like, like Biden doesn't even count. I don't care. I don't care what anybody says. Fight me. Like Biden is not yeah. the president. Like, oh, uh, yeah. And going it's, it's back to the deep state that's in power 
essentially. Right. He's a puppet, obviously. And, and most and, you, and most politicians are. And there's arguments that Trump is, too. And, and maybe he is a puppet. But for somebody in the light, you never know. If um, Trump was a puppet, I mean, listen, anything's possible. If he was a puppet, then they really messed up by right. putting him in there. Right. Yeah, talk about he definitely wasn't player. the puppet of the deep state. That's for sure. That's they, what I mean. They, like, they didn't spend four years attacking one of their own. They don't. That's not. Right. That's yeah. So I'm sorry. Not that viciously. Nope. Sorry, guys. I don't care what you want to say. That's going that's back it. to uh, Looking Glass or or even Chronovisor. So I watched a video this morning. Oh yes. I I was just trying to um catch up on this stuff and they were talking about how I don't know if it was looking glass it might have been yellow cube or whatever but they described that if you were to go back it all depend a lot of it depended on your belief system and they and they specifically use the analogy that if you were an atheist and you went back to the crucifixion of Christ you wouldn't see anything really? and and it would it all goes based off your belief in it and it talks about how we create our own reality so but it said if you were a Christian or whatever, you go back and you would see the crucifixion. And apparently one of these guys did just that. He went back to the crucifixion of Christ and took a photograph. And this photograph, this guy was showing on the video and it's like, it's either real or it's not, but it's very interesting. And it shows, um, it shows Jesus with a few other people, not, not crucified, but it's a photograph of, yeah. of the, basically the modern depiction of what we imagine that he looks like. And I don't know the validity, the validity of that at all. Obviously, I don't know how that works. If it's all, it could be bullshit, but it was interesting. And I, but the, the photograph was taken using chronovisor tech. I do know that because once, once the Vatican got a hold of it, they wanted to go back and see if these events actually happened. And one of the look, one of the places they went was the crucifixion of Christ and they apparently got a photograph and it was in this video i was looking at it i was like eh, who knows that's uh that's pretty wild you know you're, you're right i do remember reading about the photograph and you know if you're able to tap into these frequencies right like they were doing it a lot with frequencies like jamelli and then yeah, the coronavirus you know there's a lot of things with that there's even you know we've heard right now they're starting to do things with uh they feel that you can do healing things with different frequencies and different stuff and what if this is the the tap into the world? You know, you talk about soft disclosure. There's been movies with, you know, like I think the movie Stargate, right? They're, it's all with sound, something right. with sound and frequencies. And, you know, again, that's a movie that could just be made up of, you know, some of these things you do, I'll pay attention to them because you, you never know. It's like they do pepper things out. And like you're saying, where it's kind of like a law where they almost have to show us. But it just seems like frequencies are the key to a lot of things. And, if that's what they were able to do and you know could you imagine like actually watching a crucifixion now it's kind of like when you watch the passion of christ man they're like it's like really jarring but you know this is something that yeah this is something that happened that's was really crazy and i think it is important to see it but imagine actually watching the actual crucifixion that would be insane and uh i don't know i you know i remember seeing this i think i had that picture saved at one point i don't have it right now I though yeah, it, you know, yeah, I'll put I it. I, I know where it's it. at. So whenever we upload this, I'll put it on the screen yes, so okay. people can see it. Um, yeah, no, it's worth it's awesome. it's worth looking at. Yeah, because people are like, "Where's the picture? I want to see the picture." I already know the comments. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, definitely. Right. No, it's interesting. Um, I don't know, man. It's it's to me, it's just the Stargate movie you were talking about. I think yeah. that is probably 
real. Like, I think that that is just showing us disclosure. Actually, in the show SG one, which is a continuation of the movie, they're going to all these different, all these different planets and meeting all these different ETs and stuff. Yeah. I guarantee. And it's happening out of that shine mountain days. Well, there's here. And here's the thing. Here's the thing. Also, Aaron, there's tons of articles right now coming out about this technology being disclosed but it all gets swept under the rug if you're looking for them you're going to see them but no mainstream sources covering them they're not making headlines but these articles are being released and they're admitting like hey we like time travel is probably possible parallel timelines all other dimensions um all all of this stuff um portal technology there's real articles by credible people coming out and disclosing this stuff and it just gets swept under the rug. Not not many people yeah. are paying attention to it. And I could take one of those articles and put it on social media, and it's just like crickets, either you know shadow banned or what. But it's like no one is even cares. Kind of like in into twenty was it twenty sixteen when when like every single mainstream media outlet was saying was talking about the um, the uh, what was it Louis Salazando when he came out with his stuff saying wasn't that wasn't that what that was no not all were like hey the government's been studying ufos this whole time yeah yeah i think well, and now they the, admitted it but it was like a, yeah things were real but then now. at that yeah. time we it was like the event that the ufo community for so long is was like wait basically saying they were waiting for and thought would be this big deal and it was like giant yawn Wait, are you talking about the 20 the 2017 new york times was it 17 yeah, yeah it was, 2017. It was Sorry. December 19th, 2017. It was a New York Times wrong. article. Yeah. 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 And it was like, but it was like hardly anyone was like, oh, yeah, whatever. Either like, oh, we already knew that or it's so crazy. Okay. Who cares? <laughs> like, well, that's just how well, that's you talking about the three videos, right? He released three videos that he said they had that now have been verified that the Pentagon's come out instead of real finally, I think, the last time, right? The and whatever else. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like they're, they're claiming it's real, but there's obviously limited hangout there. Um, yeah. But we know there's, they're, we're not going to get disclosure from the same people who have been lying to us because there's, <laughs> right. you know, there's blood on their hands. There's treason. The, the yeah. People have literally been killed over this topic before. Um, and, but to me, it's, it's they, funny that they did that, you know, the, the deep state or whatever thinking, Oh, this is going to be such a big thing, and everyone's going to, and then everyone's just like yawn. <laughs> it's like, right, yeah, yeah. We're like, okay, are you going to show us like real stuff or like expand well, on this? <laughs> what it comes, what it comes down to is, that, yeah, they're not going to blackmail themselves. And but so, exactly, and that's why they'll never go deeper than that because and they would have to. That's why that report was such a nothing burger. It was a dud because what they're trying to do is like i said they they have blood on their hands they don't want any part of it so what they're trying to do is pretend like the military is totally unaware of all these black budget programs yeah and they're gonna they're gonna point when stuff does get disclosed they're they have their hands free they're free from anything any involvement and they get to point their fingers at lockheed skunk works and all these other uh, all these other companies and say Mm -hmm. oh it was their program not the military yeah. So, so they, so they're, you know, they're not held accountable for lying exactly. to us. Exactly. Exactly. <clears throat> yeah. Right. That makes a lot of sense and uh, kind of covering their bases because yeah. they've been peppering things out. They have been peppering things out. They also said that they've, uh, they've been working on them. They've, they've had these reverse engineered things and 
there and that they are they didn't they just say like last year also that they are in possession of ufos that they have downed crafts that are not from this earth yeah exactly and, and there was the israeli secure there was the israeli uh I forget, some minister whatever um galactic federation Talk, yeah yeah the that. israeli thing that talked about the galactic federation and how we were in contact with ets forever i mean and that just kind of got swept under the rug too you know yeah and that was like the canadian minister of defense who had come out years ago oh, he said here. the same thing yeah he said oh you know we're aware of he said that for species. years yeah he's been saying it forever years. and you know if you start putting all these things together it's pretty much like yeah it's there <laughs> you know there's no way yeah. it's funny like i have all these that uh, you know my my first love was always looking into like ufos and aliens and stuff like that and you know all through like the 90s and 2000s and stuff. And that's why i really like the ancient aliens the ancient aliens shows you things that are just undeniable and like you said every now and then you know they'll shoehorn stuff in and i think a little less in the beginning you know there were things on the yeah. history channel i think when it started that they actually were able to get away with and yeah. until there was like a little more commandeered but when, when john podesta shows up on it then you're like yeah it's like yeah. you're giving this guy a stage okay like you know yeah, who you like, work for you know really? that's the, yeah. the worst dude no there's and a then, lot of uh, good stuff there yeah i agree but there's some but, good yeah. stuff and you used to tell people like i'm sure you guys did the same thing you would tell your friends you'd be like oh ufos haha and you're like dude there's like a million ufo videos if even one of them's got to be real you know and then they laugh but now they're starting to like pepper out like oh, okay yeah we actually do have a ufo uh oh those um release videos there actually are true we did say those are uh yeah the, um oh well, there's a federation that we talked to and well, now they're... where are all those people where it's like all crickets like where are all the people told me that i was a conspiracy theorist you know right. 20 years ago well we're not um they're taking it serious now they're actually taking it serious on mainstream media uh, they know what's yeah. coming they know what's inevitable they know it's coming they're trying to control it they're actually trying to get ahead of the game by giving us a narrative um so and obviously we have to it's like limited hangout we're not getting the full truth we're going to get a little bit it might be the best that we're going to get unfortunately uh, some yeah. people want like true disclosure. Who knows if that's going to happen, but we're not getting laughed at anymore. They're right. not, they're not, they're taking it serious for all those years. They were calling us conspiracy theorists and laughing at us. And now here they are giving their new script. Like, Oh wait, you really want us to cover this? Like, and now they're yeah. like, Oh <laughs> yeah. yeah, by the way. Yeah. They're real. Yeah. Well, they're trying to say they're also at simultaneously saying they're real, but we don't really know what they are. And we know the technology. Well, it's funny because they're literally saying this is technology that we don't have and we it's not possible, which implies it's not us or the technology came yeah. from not us. Right. But they're also saying, oh, there's no proof that it's ET or that it's not from here. That is the proof. Like, like if that's not the proof, like what is okay? So then you're exactly. and what are you saying? That you've developed this insanely advanced technology in secret for decades and decades and have been hiding it and then they're admitting to then you're admitting to that and you're, you're keeping it's all it. convoluted there's there's no, no it's way either way it's like there's no way around it at all for yeah. them it's just it's just like yeah, it's but gonna that doesn't be make any sense. it's going to be messy it none of it's going to add up nothing's going to make sense yeah um, there were yeah. i mean these people are lying through their teeth they have gag orders they or have, you're saying oh it's from another country that's developed this insanely advanced technology right. which yeah. which if you're admitting that with you know if they admit that then okay so now we can't defend against this technology is what you're saying and we're 
they could just attack us at any time, you know. And then the yeah. that's well, that's the whole they're trying to make it into a threat. That's the whole A tip. Yeah. Always want to make us feel helpless, right? Mm-hmm. Anything yeah. they could spin to make us well, I mean, they they did like in UF in uh World War II, right? They were talking about the Foo Fighters and that they saw these things that that's yeah. where that all comes from. And you know what? I was I would love to see the real news. The, well, the real news, it's all the fake news. But I would like to see one of these things that tout themselves as an actual news organization explain Puma Bunku. I mean, you say, yeah. you know, you're saying you did construction, right? Yeah. Those are such precise cuts. I mean, you need like a diamond blade for that and like actual like exact drill holes and things like this in these blocks. It, mm-hmm. You just can't do that. I mean, well, I don't know. Or maybe I'm being naive. Even, maybe no, no even stuff, the diamond blade wouldn't do it. Like, the great the pyramid, pyramid the pyramids it's well first of all we know we i mean yeah. i say we know because i truly believe that there's some sort of sound technology involved with levitating these stones and there's there's actually evidence of that nowadays people are they're selling objects on items on amazon where it's a hovering whatever yeah. it is on but due to sound like it's a it's really? a pad that creates a frequency and like your phone or something will just hover there you just put it there um, there's there's oh, even a UFO, cool. there's even a UFO out there like that little UFO toy it just hovers above this plate yeah like the technology is even coming out in our in in home items but you mean to tell me if it's on our desk they they haven't tried to replicate that on a large scale they've already done it they're just having fun with it now and you know turning it into toys <laughs> yeah hundred percent but but not- yeah like you said we're we've we've been finding now for decades and decades all over the planet all this all these ruins all these things that were built that we can't do today so what is that that and we're and then and the mainstream narrative is that they were done by these primitive oh we're the pinnacle of technology and advancement and oh and they were just primitive back then but they built these things that we can't do today that are like so, like you said, so precise that we're clearly like a technology used. You can't even put a piece of paper in between yeah. the, the bricks of the pyramids. There, there's a piece of paper. Yeah, there's a in in uh, Peru, there's like these giant stones that look like they were melted that the, the seams are like. It's all melted in place. Yeah. And it's all melted like. <laughs> it's like okay yeah. please explain to me how they did that and they <laughs> well, i don't even know what their bs explanation is for that but they you know there's no possible way they can explain that other than they clearly had some advanced technology that we don't have today which really means we probably do have it it's just being withheld from humanity and these right. secret projects and uh you know it's it's obvious like at some right. point at least we had that and there was a much more advanced civilization something there's all this evidence that a massive catastrophe happened there's tons of evidence of that uh and 100%. they got wiped out and you know there's there's rabbit holes there but like clearly there was a much more advanced civilization that existed thousands of years ago well that's what that's why some people think that like the second coming already happened and we're now living in the post-apocalyptic era they say yeah. like like I've heard that's that's part of the Tartaria theory. Like there was all the advanced civilization, whatever. Like um, it was the second coming already happened, and now we're just living out the post, whatever apocalyptic times or whatever. This is the end of it, and then we're right at the beginning, at the dawn of the new age, mm-hmm. and like so, we're never gonna see that second coming. Actually, that's that's a theory could, of Tartaria. Yeah, I mean, I can see that. Whatever, you know, I do know we're at the beginning of, of a golden age or, or 
whatever you want to new the new earth whatever term you want to call it i do believe we're we're at the beginning of that but we're at we're at the transition from the old uh the old age of enslavement and um control right and that's why everything's so crazy right now because we're having <laughs> we're like the old systems trying to hang on for dear life and kicking and screaming and then and then all the mind controlled people from that system are still going around like doing their stuff and then you've got the awaken the awakening happening and the new energies coming in and the new coming in and it's like chaos it's like you got this chaos happening and it's it looks really scary obviously like that's just what's gonna happen from that you know right yep. it. exactly it's inevitable but, but it's happening yeah the the good news is it's happening and it's inevitable in my opinion it's right. it's an, an evolution of consciousness that cannot be stopped um yeah. okay so actually my dad just sent me the picture of that book we were talking about earlier um actually the book is called the bear tribes self-reliance book and i'll put pictures of this on screen which is not what you would re you would never look to this book yeah. for research about you know whatever trump <laughs> and it says <laughs> it is known that our true white brother when he comes will be all powerful and he will wear a red cap like what is that even like that's wild dude yeah. He will be large in population and belong to no religion but his very own. He will bring with him the sacred stone tablets. Great will be his coming. None will be able to stand against him. All power in this world will be placed in his hand, and he will come swiftly and in one day get control of this whole continent. Hopi have been warned never to take up arms. That's awesome. You know, and everyone who kind of tried to say all the fake news and all the things that tried to go at him, literally he laid waste to them <laughs> you know he's right. so quick and they're so dumb well, some of them he exposed them for what they are like yes. to, uh, everyone he's like he made it obvious that the news is fake and it's controlled and there's there's just agendas and and that he was a threat to that so that's why they were attacking him and attacking everything he was doing right and saying and yeah just, just it's one of the most eye-opening things ever that aren't you know mind controlled and under these dogmatic you know political beliefs and stuff uh, it became obvious. It'd be, it's like, oh, wow, look how fake the news is and look how much they're just propaganda machines and not actual news, you know? <laughs> like, it's so obvious. 100%, dude, 100%. Right, yeah, and just and the whole fact now, that... Now, we're the say, news now. We are the news. Yeah, exactly, we are the news. Just the fact that they say uh, a white man with a red cap. The like, red cap, yeah. <laughs> it's like... And oh. like I mean, it's hilarious. <laughs> and the date of this book, um, I forgot. It's not on here, but I'm, I'm, I know it's from like the 70s or 80s. It's an old book. So... That's wild. Yeah. That's wild, dude. Yeah, you can... It, that's just like certain things like that, man. I feel like people, whether they realize it or, not, or don't, they tap into, you know, the ether or whatever you would call it. And I, I think some people, you know, they're, they get a little more prophetic things whether they realize it or not, they, they don't always know that that's what's happening. But I think that is what happens, which would suggest that time isn't linear. You know, if you can, these people, you know, like Edward Casey's of the world and stuff like that, that would suggest that time at some spot in some dimension can be happening all at once, which actually lends itself to the looking glass, which lends itself to the possibility of traversing time. Uh, in reverse or in forward and not just in a regular linear path which you know would open up everything and, and mm -hmm. i think it's pretty interesting and uh well, that's why i love this topic i think this topic is absolutely fascinating to me 
Well, that's what Bill Wood said. He said it's a coming to the reality that time isn't linear. I remember him saying that. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Brad, yeah. what's up, man? Th uh, what else? Uh, where can people find you? Where? What do you have going? What do you have coming up next? You just spoke at the. You do you speak at that conference in Vegas? Yes, yes. I just spoke at that conference in Vegas. There's going to be another one in February. I believe it towards the end of February. Um, that should be cool. I'm going to be speaking at that one as well. Um, it's uh, you can find my work too at uh, logicalbrad.tv. I, I like to dip into a lot of different things. You know, obviously we could talk ancient aliens and you know time travel forever <laughs> if you wanted. And right. then, uh, or also, I actually I cover a lot more. You know, the, the politics and I cover a lot of stuff. But I've been doing a lot of digs. Like um, I just released, a, you know. I just redid one of my documentaries, Population Control, about Edward Bernays and kind of like how they how they've put in the place of how they kind of control everything. And, you know, it's pretty systematic and and how they went into that, dive into that. And then another one um called Popula that was called Propaganda. And then one that I just did that I just released in September, Population Control, which is about something that we're not allowed to talk about. And uh yeah, you don't hear. And um, <laughs> but you know, you can find those at logicalbread.tv. And you know, I just love it, dude. I just love searching for truth and having you know, stimulating conversations. And you know, just the thought of even talking about the possibility of you know, using a looking glass and you know, look at future probabilities and, and going back into the past and stuff like that is just so fascinating to me. And that's you know, just a, one avenue of a bunch. And you know, I know you guys on your channel, you guys, the same thing, you go down a million different avenues. It's cool, man. It's like it, these are some of the fun parts of the Great Awakening. You know, it doesn't always have to be so stressful and crazy, <laughs> but you know that that's why I like what you guys do. And you know, I I don't do it quite as much, but when I do, I I definitely enjoy it for sure. Right. And I one thing you said that stood out is the stimulating conversations. That right now, that's the type of stuff that feeds us. And it, and every time you have a conversation like that, it's a reminder of what we're doing here. Like I, I love, that's why I love doing the show because, uh, you know, how many times do we research something, look into something and then it's a mind blowing, it's fascinating. And you just go on about your life and you almost forget about it. And, but when you're doing this every week and you get to talk about it all the time with new people and just go down rabbit holes and just and talk to whistleblowers, whatever the case may be, it keeps you, it keeps you on your feet. And it's a constant reminder of why we're here and what, what, what our purpose is right now. And I love it. I absolutely love it. And thanks for coming on and doing this with us. Oh, yeah. of course, dude. It's been a pleasure, man. And, uh, you know, it's it's fun. And I, I love you guys' channel. And I, I appreciate it. I would love to come back. And eventually, you know, maybe one day you guys could come on my show. Yeah. Oh, I'll dude. All the above. Yeah. All of the yeah. above. Absolutely. Yeah. And we will link your, um, your guys. So if this wasn't enough for you, we're going to link his Looking Glass video below. Um, it's yeah. really well put together. And it's it's great. It's yeah. like watching a mini documentary. Really uh, good. It's really great. I'm not just saying that. Uh, so this was a lot of fun, man. Um, yeah. What else? Anything else, guys? Um, thanks for tuning in. Thank you for the donations. Thanks for all the support. We love you guys. Can't do this without you. Grab a ticket to our conference, secretspaceconference.info. Uh, all the information is on the website. Come hang out with us. Get some CBD. Get some Omnia patches. Buy some merch. Have some fun. Uh, we will see you next time. Good night, Brad. And uh, thanks for joining us. Oh, pleasure is all mine. Thank you, guys. Good night, guys. Good night. Bye.